Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. At Washington National Cathedral, the final public send-off for Senator John McCain underway at this hour. Still set to speak this morning, former Presidents Barack Obama and George W. Bush. Among the first speakers was Megan's own daughter, Megan McCain. I am here before you today saying the words I have never wanted to say. Giving this speech I have never wanted to give. Feeling the loss I have never wanted to feel. My father is gone. And, of course, Senator McCain passed away a week ago today from brain cancer. Supreme Court nominee Brent Kavanaugh had his doubts about limiting campaign contributions in past years, as revealed in some documents that have been unearthed. Here's more from Washington correspondent Jackie Quinn. In an email from his time in the Bush White House in 2002, Brett Kavanaugh wrote that limits on campaign contributions to candidates have some constitutional problems. This puts him in line with the court's conservative justices who have struck down a variety of limits since 2006. This email was one of thousands released in advance of next week's confirmation hearing. 267,000 pages from Kavanaugh's years with the Bush administration are being made public. Another 100,000-plus are being withheld on the basis of presidential privilege. Jackie Quinn, Washington. Serena Williams equaled her most lopsided victory ever in her 30 professional meetings with her own sister, beating Venus 6162 in the third round of the U.S. Open. Serena shook off an early ankle injury to win seven straight games, which she called her best performance since giving birth to her daughter a year ago today. Stocks hardly budged yesterday as the U.S. and Canada were unable to complete a trade deal. The two sides do intend to continue negotiating next week. This is SRN News. AM 1280, The Patriot. Wealthy, middle class, or business owners, you're on your financial journey, but with an emergency break on. That break is debt, and it's just going to get worse with a new tax law. You see, 60% of taxpayers who used the home interest deduction in 2017 will effectively not be able to do so in 2018. Think about that. Daniel Altwood with Your Family Bank here. We've provided a solution to this debt dilemma for over 20 years. Using it, you could cut the length of your debt, including your mortgage, in half and save tens of thousands of dollars. It works, and we can prove it to you. Our solution is not debt consolidation. Get your free ebook and analysis. Daniel.yourfamilybank.org. Be bold. Take action. Daniel.yourfamilybank.org. Daniel.yourfamilybank.org. God bless you, the Patriot, and God bless America. The governor's race is heating up. Join Larry Elder, Michael Medved, and Dennis Prager for trackside analysis at the Battleground Talkers Tour, October 25th. Tickets start at only $20, so cruise over to am1280thepatriot.com to get yours today. Will it be a photo finish or a total blowout? Join the discussion at the Battleground Talkers Tour, Thursday, October 25th. Details at am1280thepatriot.com. If you're paying too much for your health insurance, listen carefully. Due to recent changes in the law, you could be overpaying $500 or more per month on your health care. There are new, more affordable health care options with better coverage. These plans are exempt from the Affordable Care Act and now open to everyone. Health care options with better benefits, costing 30 to 60% less than Obamacare plans and giving you the freedom to see almost any doctor or hospital in the country. Forbes calls this the health care plan that is saving families $20,000 a year. And over 1 million Americans have already taken 
taken advantage of this game-changing healthcare program. Call 800-239-7174 now to find out how much you'll save. Employers, you too can save 50% or more on group medical insurance with health sharing. Our licensed advisors can take away all the stress of finding the right plan for your needs and budget. Best of all, our service is free. This one call could be the best decision you make this year, so don't delay. Call now to see how much you can save. For your free quote, call 800-239-7174. That's 800-239-7174. 800-239-7174. Need special boots or shoes for a new job but you don't know where to start? Step into Chet's Shoes for expert advice and a proper fit. A boot can make or break your job, so make sure you get the right one for you. We have safety toe options in steel, aluminum, composite, as well as regular work boots. Check out our expanded line of women's work boots. We've been fitting people for over 70 years. Stop in to see us in Columbia Heights and our Red Wing stores in Circle Pines, Coon Rapids, Bloomington, St. Cloud, and Columbia Heights. Remember, if the shoe fits, you've been Chats. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's Where You Live with Gene Sullivan, the show that deals with the news and events that affect you the most. Whether you rent or own, live in an HOA, single-family home, or an apartment building, Gene will tackle the issues right where you live. So, from the Bank of Omaha Studios, here is the original man of steel, Resolve himself, who stands for truth, justice, and the association way. Here's Gene Sullivan. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan, and I'm broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. Your association members take tremendous pride in their communities you can help them maintain that pride with custom financing through Mutual of Omaha Bank. They're a lending expert that's worked with thousands of community associations. So whether you want to purchase real estate or equipment or make repairs to common areas, Mutual of Omaha Bank can meet your needs with a team of dedicated local professionals. Call Tom Ingbloom at 312-209-2623, Mutual of Omaha Bank, member FDIC. I'm also brought to you by the great folks at Extreme Exteriors. And uh, I want to say hey to the man that makes it happen week after week, Mr. Trevor K. How are you, Trevor? Gene, feeling good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great as well. Now, for everybody listening to the show today, this has been pre-recorded on the eve of the State Fair. Mm -hmm. But as far as everybody else knows, this will be the, uh, the second Saturday uh, so today really is September 1st. Right, so as by now, any, we've all eaten our weight in mini donuts. At least, <laughs> yes. Yeah, and so, um, yes, and everybody will be, uh, at this point, uh, everybody that loves going to the state fair at the station, but after 10 or 12 days, um, it's enough, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely enough. <laughs> yeah, but uh, not yet. We're looking, we're looking uh, forward to it. Well, folks, uh, I uh, want to say thanks for uh, stopping in uh, this Saturday morning. I also want to say uh, hello to uh, someone else who uh, a lot of you listeners will remember. This person, she was the co-host of this show with me for years. I've got today with me Tony Crockett. Welcome back, Tony. <laughs> Thank you, Gene. It's really great to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you back. It. Um, I remember the first days uh, after um, you had uh, left us at uh, at New Concepts and uh, weren't going to be on the radio show, and I thought, how am I going to fill <laughs> this time on the radio? I'm going to just be staring at uh, at the walls here. But uh, turns out you still had plenty to say. It, yes, I, I guess so. I guess so. But it is really great to have you back and uh, to have uh, your thoughts on uh, some of the stories and uh, events that we're going to be talking about today. So let's begin, shall we, with property management in the news. Property management in the news is brought to you by Zero Res Carpet Care, a proud sponsor of this program. You can contact Zero Res today to learn about Association pricing for your HOA or condo. 
cleaning carpets, air ducts, dryer vents, and now even adding flooring installation and sales to their list of quality services. The number to use is 9520RES. Spell it backward or forward. It spells the same, zero res. Well, our first uh, story uh, today is coming uh, from the Gainesville Sun, and it was uh, earlier this year in May uh, of 2018. And it's entitled, uh, The City is uh, Looking at New Rules for Landlords. And uh, the uh, city commissioners in Gainesville, Florida, are discussing possible changes to landlord-renter law in the city. Uh, Tony, apparently they believe that uh, the state law doesn't go far enough uh, in its strictness in dealing with all those pesky landlords <laughs> uh, that are just taking advantage of their renters. That's kind of a, uh, a common theme, isn't it, when it comes it to, uh, to state and local government? Well, it is, and um, especially now in our climate of housing there's 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 a lack of affordable housing in almost every major city in the country and because of it city governments are trying to find ways to encourage landlords to provide affordable housing and also to bolster up renters rights mm-hmm. and so I, I i certainly can uh, understand the need for affordable housing mm-hmm. uh but uh boy it just seems like uh Nine times out of ten, they just uh, go about it the 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 wrong way. Why? Why do you think well, that is? What do we? Well, we've and we've talked about this on this show yeah. a lot. The whole, you know, the, the city council has only a few tools in its tool belt. Right. Correct. Yeah. And and you know, so so they're going to pass ordinances. They're going to come up with with uh, with rules and regulations to try and show their constituents that they're seriously trying to help yeah. them. But I remember uh, a few years ago when you were doing the show with me, I remember you going to uh, Minneapolis City Hall mm-hmm. and trying to uh, to uh, bring some sense to the city council because uh, a part of the issue, uh, even though, uh, yes, God bless them, they want to do a lot of good things, right. but uh, they uh, uh, don't seem to go about the process of getting all the stakeholders in the same room to, yeah. to get their thoughts. That, w- that was my experience. Um, a- and they, they, I guess they really feel like their greatest leverage is with the landlords, that that's who they can control or that's who they should try and control and uh, to solve the problems they see in housing. At that time, what was happening was a lot of uh, big companies had been swooping into our area, buying up single-family right. homes that had gone into default, mm-hmm. and then putting renters in there without ever doing anything about the condition of the home, without necessarily following state ordinance for landlord tenants. And it was getting kind of crazy and out of control. So the city was trying to do something about that. And that's when they, they imposed this $1,000 conversion fee. If you owned a single family home that you were going to convert from owner occupied to well, rental. And wasn't that about the same time they came out with a renter with the land, with the licensing of, uh, of rental property, or maybe that? Um, no, licensing has been around for quite a long time, okay. but I don't know that single-family home licensing was enforced as, as strictly. It wasn't as big as a deal. That whole, that's right. Yeah. So not only now were they making sure all single-family home rentals had licenses, but they were charging a $1,000 conversion fee if it was yeah. converted from owner-occupied to rental. And their reasoning was, we have never been in these homes mm-hmm. to inspect them from that perspective. Yeah. Is it safe? Uh, for a renter, and they needed to cover the cost of those new inspections. Yeah. Okay, well, let's take a look at what uh, was ha- what's happening here in uh, the city of Gainesville, Florida. Uh, apparently, it seems that uh, part of the concerns that are being raised by the city commissioners, um, it comes down to an issue of uh, the leases that the landlords use. Uh, David Ariola, who is a commissioner, said, a quote in Gainesville, we have a whole number of different leasing companies and hundreds, if not thousands, of individual landlords. And these leases don't have consistency in a lot of areas that should have consistency in our city. Uh, 
do you see a lack of consistency in the lease that someone used as a, a problem? I haven't in the past. Yeah. Landlords in Minnesota are free to use whatever lease they like as long as the lease does not um, contradict state statute. So as long as you're honoring your renter's rights, mm-hmm. you can le- use whatever lease you want. And, in fact, you can have a verbal agreement with your renters. Yeah still in the state of Minnesota. This article, he doesn't really go into detail about why that's a problem. Yeah, but but it's pointing that it certainly, uh, they think it, it, it is. is. Now, do you think, uh, uh, now here we have something where in uh, Florida, we have uh, the city of Gainesville saying, we don't think the state law is restrictive enough, and so we're going to have uh, something that's going to be more prohibitive, more restrictive. Do you see any problems Do you, uh, with municipalities or cities uh, being more restrictive uh, than the state has for guidelines? It's always confusing. It's confusing for landlords that own properties in several different municipalities. You have to follow different rules for each one. And also, everything the city governments seem to come up with is a cost to landlords. It ends up being an added cost to landlords, which eventually raises rents. Mm -hmm. Landlords are operating a business, and they're operating a business for profit. And if their costs go up, their, their prices have to go up. Right. Well, we've got a, a lot that we want to cover. What is exactly going to be required uh, with uh, the city of Gainesville, with uh, landlords? What are they proposing? We're going to delve into that a lot more, but we're going to take a quick break. So don't go away. You're listening to Where You Live on AM 1280, The Patriot. We'll be back after this. Today's State Fair broadcast is sponsored by Device Pit Stop in Maple Grove. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., thrivent.com, slash disclosures. There is only one skin rejuvenation clinic in Minnesota. Only physicians provide the advanced laser and injectable treatments. Established in 2004, Skin Rejuvenation Clinic of Edina has been nationally recognized for their outstanding results. This clinic has the most body contouring and fat reduction options in the state. You can also choose treatments that erase or improve the signs of aging. Set up your free consultation with a physician. There is only one skin rejuvenation clinic. SkinRejuvenationClinic.net Hello, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. WNAV Audiovisual provides equipment and technicians for events of all sizes, from a handful of people to large ballrooms and convention centers as well. We also provide installation services for churches, schools, and corporations. No matter how many people are at your event, WNAV has the technicians and expertise along with the equipment to make each event successful. Audiovisual services include equipment such as sound systems, microphones, projection systems with screens, laptops, draping, lighting, and all the related equipment, and also web streaming services. So your meeting can go beyond the four walls of your space. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Please contact us at wnav-video.com. Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. 
Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to uh, Where You Live with Gene and Tony. That's right. I've got uh, my uh, former co-host Tony Crockett on the uh, other mic with me in the studio today. Glad to have you with us, uh, Tony. Thanks, Gene. Glad to be here. And uh, before we get on to our story, we're talking about uh, in uh, Gainesville, Florida, the city commissions commissioners are saying we think that there are more prohibitions that landlords need to put in their leases uh, uh, for uh, renters because there is just this tendency of landlords being just too doggone pesky and just a <laughs> nuisance to them. And we'll see if, uh, if uh, my uh, former co-host agrees with uh, the city or not. But before we do, want to let you know, of course, we're broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. The show is also brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. You know, you can count on Extreme Exteriors for expert installation of exterior siding, roofing, soffits, fascia, decks, windows, and more. With their knowledge and experience, they can design the perfect solution to make your home beautiful and energy efficient, saving you maintenance and money for years to come. Give them a call at 763-441-1334 and tell them Gene sent you. It's time now to hear from the Community Associations Institute. Here is the CAI Minute. Are you a member of the Community Associations Institute? For nearly 40 years, CAI has provided education and resources to volunteer homeowners who govern community associations and the professionals who support them. Visit caionline.org to learn more. The address again is caionline.org. CAI helps community associations board members by providing online resources, in-person training, and hard copy publications written by association management experts. CAI offers community managers professional development, networking opportunities, and a certification program that is established as the industry standard nationwide. Minnesota has its own chapter of the Community Associations Institute to bring resources and tools from community associations around the country right to your home. Visit www.cai-mn.com to learn more and become a member of CAI today. Your community and management company will benefit from your involvement. Join the Community Associations Institute today at cai-mn.com and click on membership. Now we're talking about this story from Gainesville, uh, Florida, and it looked like the city commissioners were uh, putting together, and this uh, was started a couple months ago, a initial hearing. Uh, to trying to gather some uh, information. Uh, I want to ask you, Tony, go, going back to uh, a few years ago when you were dealing with the Minneapolis City Council, do you remember, did they have a number of hearings uh, on that issue, or was it uh, generally just kind of a one-and-done kind of thing? They did have a number of hearings. Oh, they did. However, it was going to affect different properties in a different way. So if I remember correctly... If you had a building with more than six units, mm-hmm. you were going to pay a specific amount of money. Uh, I know how it, it was was applied. Condominium associations. If anyone within a condominium association was going to change their unit from owner-occupied to rental, mm-hmm. they would have to pay a fee, too. If the property was professionally managed, that fee was going to be lower. Okay. If it was a smaller property, the fee was going to be higher, if, and if it was not professionally managed. It got down to the point where I would go to these meetings with the city council, yeah. and there would be a lot of people around the table, and they would be representing these huge management companies with thousands of units under management. And back then, wasn't it like something like they were going to charge like $1,000 per unit? To or everyone. So? Yes. Right. And so they were saying, <laughs> no way, a couple hundred thousand for this uh, building? No. Yeah, that's right. So once they backed down on the large properties, those people went away. So they weren't (laughs) sitting at the table anymore because they got what they want. They weren't going to have to pay a fee if they were professionally managed, and they were. Then it trickled down to smaller properties, Mm -hmm. and they got something um, 
either was removed altogether or it was greatly minimized, yeah. this new fee. Then it got down to where I was at the table representing single-family homeowners and subsidized housing. And there was, was nothing still at the table. And there was nothing else but just crickets at that there point, were, right? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Then once subsidized housing was uh, told that yeah. we're not going to charge you conversion fees or higher fees for these inspections, there I was with the crickets, the only one at the table. And the, the thing that was so frustrating for me was I was the only one that knew about this happening. Anyone considering converting their single-family yeah. home to a rental hadn't even started looking into it yet. They didn't know this was on the table. They didn't know that this was looming yes. ahead of them, except the people I spoke to in okay. my classes. <laughs> so so, so the, the city does uh, some efforts in trying to bring the stakeholders to the table, but there's something very inefficient, and it doesn't happen. Single-family homeowners who were going to convert to rental did not have an organized group. They didn't have an association right. that they... That, that they were, yeah, that they got information from. So it was just me, and it passed that if you were going to convert your single-family home from rental or from owner-occupied to rental, you had to pay a $1,000 conversion Ouch. fee. That was on top of the cost of the of the license. Yeah, and, and on top of that, we're talking about a time when uh, the real estate bubble had popped, right? And so every, uh, a lot of people were underwater anyway. Yes. And so you're adding... Uh, you know, uh, just uh, adding to the injury uh, already. That's you know? right. It, it, it greatly... Insult to the yeah, injury. It, yeah. it was difficult. And, of course, the city did it in, in the name of uh, safe housing. They wanted to inspect these yeah. homes that had been owner-occupied and they'd never been able to inspect before. And they also, um, <laughs> I think, it was meant to discourage people from converting their home from single from owner occupied by to making rental. an example by making it difficult yeah, yeah so. because they were trying to preserve owner occupied homes in in uh, neighborhoods yes yeah. but but that you you take a look at them uh, wanting to do that and then uh, but then on in the same breath they talk about needing more affordable rental housing as well well right you and know that, so i mean it's it's a, a double-edged sword there. Yeah, and that has that's our next challenge, I think. Or and it has been going on for a couple of years because the rental market has been uh so tight yeah. for renters. So okay. that's that's kind of a, a a new thing. So let's take a look at what uh the uh, city of uh, Gainesville, Florida is looking at requiring uh from landlords and with uh, changes in the lease. Uh first uh, item, get your thoughts on this. They said they would like to um have a requirement of uh, energy efficiency home inspections every few years. Now, just reading that, I don't know if this is applied only to rental housing or if they plan to do this for all housing in the city of Gainesville. This would be just rental housing. So what's the justification for that? If they're, if they're truly concerned about a, uh, energy efficient housing generally, mm-hmm. I, I, why aren't they requiring this of owner-occupied homes well, as I, well? I, I think the second one uh, that goes along with it, they said uh, they want to require this because they say that the energy efficiency ratings for homes uh, needs to be provided to the renter prior to them signing a lease. So I guess mm. they said uh, um, w- they see this as consumer protection. And it's specific, yeah, specific to rental property. I think this is one of those, I, I don't know the Gainesville market. Let me say that. I'm assuming that heat is an issue there for, for their utilities, right? Sure. Well, in the state of Minnesota, it's the cold that's a huge impact on our utility costs. Well, definitely the, in the summertime, the, the, well, uh, the electricity because of sure, the Sure, sure. So I think we have similar issues yeah. is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So I think the market will drive this. If renters started telling me we're not going to rent your unit or your single-family home unless we know the energy efficiency rating of this home, then, yeah, the market would drive that. More and yep. more landlords would start providing that information. I don't know why it has to be forced on landlords to do this. Yes. It, uh, to me, um, I see this as, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to be, I'm jaded. Uh, well, what can I say? <laughs> I'm jaded. Uh, I, I think uh, there is... Uh, a lot where cities take a look and say, you know, these are uh, revenue fee-generating programs. 
And uh, I think that's mm-hmm. unfortunate, but I think uh, that is a, a very real thing in the back of their heads, even though that's the unspoken uh, right. unspoken thing. But I think uh, that drives uh, part of this. A lot of it, yeah. yeah. I, I just I don't see it as being beneficial to a renter, generally speaking. Renters will ask me, when they're responsible to pay the utilities, they'll say, what do you estimate the utilities are going to run? Or they'll even say, how much do the utilities cost here? In the old days, we were able to call Xcel Energy yeah. or CenterPoint and ask them, what was the average heating cost over the last right, year? Right, but you said that that's even changed. Uh, landlords don't, uh, can't get that information. No, we can't. And unfortunately, neither can the renter, neither can the consumer. Where that would be very valuable information to have. All right. Sure, you can't predict future costs, but you can at least tell me what this cost over the last year. And this is all under the, uh, I guess, uh, the the guise of what, Homeland. Well, that's when it came security into security because of uh, protection of uh, private information. Privacy, and they decided the cost of the utilities in a renter's home mm-hmm. are only the business of the renter, even though the landlord has some some vested interest in that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, were there a couple other things that uh, the city of Gainesville would like to propose uh, for renters in their requirements with leases? What are they? We'll cover that a little bit more after these messages. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., thrivent.com, slash disclosures. There is only one skin rejuvenation clinic in Minnesota. Only physicians provide the advanced laser and injectable treatments. Established in 2004, Skin Rejuvenation Clinic of Edina has been nationally recognized for their outstanding results. This clinic has the most body contouring and fat reduction options in the state. You can also choose treatments that erase or improve the signs of aging. Set up your free consultation with a physician. There is only one Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. SkinRejuvenationClinic.net So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune, but there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. Go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what their hair transplant specialists are doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free. Their doctors have given patients in Hollywood and worldwide a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. You'll see a more confident reflection of yourself. In fact, they guarantee your results in writing, and their prices are some of the best in the business, as low as $3 per graft. So stop searching and go to I Need More Hair. You have nothing to lose. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. I need morehair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at I need Setting the standard in association management. That's new concepts. Their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care. This dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners. Your association may be looking for help with administration, consulting, financials, public relations, or vendor management. With over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500. Or online at newconceptsgroup.com. Newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts, setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. 
That's right. Uh, welcome back to Where You Live with Gene and Tony today. That's right. I've got my uh, former co-host, Tony Crockett, with me in the studio. We're broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. The show, show is also brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. Before we get back and talking about uh, what uh, the city of Gainesville, Florida, is requiring of landlords uh, there uh, with their leases, I'd just like to remind our listeners We've got some great resources uh, for you to go to. If you go to our website at www.newconceptsgroup.com, when you open the home page, uh, you will see education and resources. Pull that menu down, click on radio show, and there's uh, all of my contact information. If you have a question or a comment that you'd like to make uh, about uh, a topic that we've uh, covered or you have something you'd like us to Please contact me there. Uh, and uh, we have uh, so many other things that are just great resources, too. We have a number of uh, webinars uh, from uh, how to read a financial statement. If you're on a board of directors, what, what are the roles of the board of directors? And so many other uh, uh, great classes that you can listen to 24-7 uh, on www.newconceptsgroup.com. Well, Tony, we're talking about some of the... Uh, Changes that uh, the uh, city commissioners in Gainesville, Florida, are thinking of uh, wanting to require of landlords. We talked about this uh, energy efficiency uh, piece uh, and uh, really the ability to get in and start snooping around in every single rental home. <laughs> Tell me that's not about uh, the uh, tax assessors. Well, the, the city does have to be fiscally responsible, right? Yes. So they have to ha generate income for the programs that they that they put into place as well. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I feel like landlords are especially burdened <laughs> with things like this. Exactly, yes. yeah. It looks like Gainesville is also considering mandating that landlords have a rental license for their property. Okay. Now, we've had that in place in Minnesota. I don't even know how long, at least the 30 years I've been doing that, this. That's not, that's, not a, a big, that's not a big deal. I yeah. don't think so, although they are, they are talking about greatly increasing the cost in Minneapolis of a license because they're trying to up their game with the inspections. They've never been able to keep up with inspections, so they say they need more money to do that. Okay. Another thing Gainesville is suggesting is requiring a minimum 48-hour notice to the tenants before showing the property to someone else. This, to me, uh, I just thought this is uh, getting to be ridiculous. It, I, I not cl it's not clear why it's necessary. The next thing is also they're saying they want to require showings between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. if the property is occupied. Anything like this is going to restrict the landlord's ability to re-rent their exactly. unit, yeah. which impacts the landlord's revenue, which impacts the cost of rent. If, if, I, if you start limiting me to specific hours when I can show a home, that means I'm going to lose some business. I'm going to lose some uh, showings. Well, think of what it's going to mean for a lot of renters too. If it means that I can't, I can't uh, run to have that showing at the end of the day after work, or maybe before I go in in the morning, uh, that means that the uh, prospective renter also is going to lose income because they're not going to be at the job and they're no, not going to get paid. Oh, that's a very good point. It makes it very inconvenient for the prospects that are looking for a new rental So home. that's where I think uh, they're not even really considering what the unintended consequences are of something like that. That was one of our favorite themes, wasn't it, Oh, it, yeah. Uh, and maybe it still is. Oh, it still unintended is. consequences of these rules and regulations. Yes, and then the other thing that got me uh, about this uh, whole thing is that uh, they're looking ahead at the enforcement piece because again if right. you don't have if you don't have uh, an enforcement piece with your laws or ordinances you just have suggestions <laughs> and so uh, they want to create um, a civil penalty so can you say renter payday here you know so uh, <laughs> the civil penalty means that uh, if the landlord breaks any of these uh, let's say showing uh, without giving me a, uh, the renter a 48-hour notice that uh, someone's going to come in. I mean, how many renters are going to, prospective renters, give you a two-day notice? Well, in a market like ours, it, it, it has to be immediate. It's so difficult yes, for renters exactly. to find homes right now that you put someone off for two days, they get 
very upset. They're so, going to go on, to move on to the next. So one. if uh, affordable housing is at a premium, it's not no. there. You've got the same thing that's creating, but it says we're going to create a civil penalty, which means that uh, the renter can say, "I can get up to two months rent, not just security uh, <laughs> deposit, uh, but up to two months rent or damages if damages are greater." Yeah. What do you yeah. think of that? I. Well, again, anything that they impose like this is just going to drive up the the cost of owning rental property and thus the cost of the rental prices. Yeah, I I think uh, they uh, need to rethink this. And hopefully uh, they are starting to get uh, some other meetings with uh, more of the uh, stakeholders because I think a key is uh, getting uh, actual renters. I don't think in this... uh, story that there were a lot of renters that were present they said that that at this particular meeting renters were not well represented i I think uh, getting their perspective on some of those things that we touched about as well as the uh, the small landlord the large landlord yes they'll always be there because right that's their that's their business well and they're staffed and they can they can usually absorb Mm -hmm. these new kinds of regulations better than a small landlord but do you know that small landlords are by far the greatest uh, number of businesses in the city of Minneapolis. Yeah. I mean, there, there's no other business in Minneapolis that has as many people providing this this product. So we're huge. Yes, it's a necessary <laughs> and product. And it's a necessary product. But they are also um, unorganized. So, you know, yeah. they're not together. So they, yeah. that's where the, the clout isn't there. Yeah. So uh, if you were a betting person, how do you think uh, this is going to turn out in Gainesville? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't object to licensing. I think that yeah. holds people um, accountable for what they're doing with their business. Um, I think any of these other suggestions are going to drive up the cost of of rent, and um, I really think they need to think about yeah, the I think it'll cause, unintended consequences. Exactly. I think it will cause a lot more of... Uh, uh, litigation as renters say, okay, you didn't do this right, so now I'm, yeah. I'm going to go after that two months I want to say, I believe that we should provide notice to renters if we're going to enter their unit. I don't know that anyone would disagree with that. But good. But 48 hours to show an apartment, which takes five minutes. Yeah, but isn't it, isn't it true that uh, those kinds of issues, by and large, with most landlords who are good landlords, they take that into consideration. That's right. That's right. And I should point out, we're talking about good landlords who are running a good business exactly. and are and and are uh, complying with right. with state and local statute. Okay. We're not talking about the bad guys. Yeah, I don't speak for them. <laughs> well, let's uh, turn our attention. We've got another story here, um, but uh, this one I think uh, Trevor needs our legislative update song. That's right. When someone in public office has uh, their only tool as additional legislation, more laws, every problem, when they have a hammer, looks like a nail. God bless them. Oh, look, there they go. Oh, there's a few more right there. Good. Well, we've got uh, another uh, story we're going to tackle now with uh, uh, Tony uh, here with me uh, today. Uh, Tony, uh, this is dealing with uh, the city of Seattle. Again, it's a rental issue, and it's uh, dealing with uh, landlord rights uh, as it pertains to uh, screening, back- screening yeah. background uh, screening. And uh, that's, uh, uh, this is an opinion piece, uh, and uh, the writer of this uh, op-ed piece, his name is uh, Ethan Blevins. Uh, attorney at uh, the Pacific Legal Foundation, which is a national organization that helps to defend those whose constitutional guarantee of individual liberty is infringed upon. And he uh, writes in response to the city of Seattle, Washington, what they're calling their Fair Chance Housing Ordinance that was enacted just about a year ago. Uh, Blevins was insisting that... uh, He said, uh, you know, former convicts deserve a second chance and uh, are at times unfairly stigmatized and denied opportunity, but he believes that this new city ordinance takes the wrong track. Do you agree with him? Well, it sounds like the ordinance 
is forcing landlords to accept tenants regardless of criminal background. So they've taken away the landlord's right to screen based on criminal background. This is also an issue in the city of Minneapolis. Minneapolis is considering something like this. Yeah. It's getting to a point uh, what uh, it's making the whole idea of a background check almost uh, futile and useless, <laughs> isn't it? Well, yeah. The problem is landlords also owe responsibility to their existing tenants, right? Right. So the state of Washington, it says in this article, holds landlords accountable for any crime, (laughs) foreseeable incidents of crime in their rental properties. Foreseeable. To me, the only way it could be... How can you foresee? (laughs) That's right. You foresee it by doing a criminal background screening and setting your criteria and applying it to everyone equitably. If they give landlords, or if they take away the right for landlords to screen based on um, criminal history, they're exposing landlords to this incredible risk. Mm-hmm. Other tenants might sue that landlord because of something that occurs in a property and caused by someone with a criminal right. background, correct? Yeah. They're asking landlords to take action to correct a huge problem in our judicial system. They feel like screening based on on criminal history is uh, prejudicial, is discriminatory, because our judicial system is so out of whack, right? Yeah. Well, let's deal with this a little bit more. What do you think about uh, a landlord in Seattle? It looks like they're between the proverbial rock and a hard place. We're going to uh, cover this in further detail, but we're going to take another break right now. So don't go away. You're listening to Where You Live on AM 1280, The Patriot. We'll be back in a few. There is only one skin rejuvenation clinic in Minnesota. Only physicians provide the advanced laser and injectable treatments. Established in 2004, Skin Rejuvenation Clinic of Edina has been nationally recognized for their outstanding results. This clinic has the most body contouring and fat reduction options in the state. You can also choose treatments that erase or improve the signs of aging. Set up your free consultation with a physician. There is only one Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. SkinRejuvenationClinic.net Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single- and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. Giving your computer problems the boot. Service. Hi, everybody. Randy from RB's Computer Service. Let's talk managed services. Managed services is when you let a company like ours take over the responsibilities of keeping all of your computers and servers protected and running efficiently. We keep your systems patched, keep antivirus protection on all of your systems, provide a way to filter out much of the malware, manage your backups, and most of all, keep you up and running. This is no easy task and takes you time. Time is money. If your server or even an important computer goes down, can you afford this? Let us take care of all this for you, and you can stay focused on being profitable. And don't forget, we also fix your PCs, Macs, cell phones, and tablets, too. Call us today at 763-441-3884. Once again, 763-441-3884. Or find us on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems a boot. Arby's Computer Service. Setting the standard in association management. That's new concepts. Their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care. This dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners. Your association may be looking for help with administration, consulting, financials, public relations, or vendor management. With over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. 
That's 952-922-2500. Or online at newconceptsgroup.com. Newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts, setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond. Today I don't feel like doing anything. I just want to lay in my bed. Don't feel like picking up my phone. So leave a message at the tone. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan with uh, my former co-host Tony Crockett with me today. Broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios, the show is brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. It uh, is time to hear from the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association. Here is the MHA Minute. Some of the benefits of successful property management. Are you ready? On-time payment of rent, improved resident quality, stabilized income, reduced turnover, controlled expenses, improved financial performance, less property wear and tear, allowance for property improvements, enhanced property value, being proactive, not reactive, better relationships with neighbors, fewer police calls, creating a community, being a great neighbor. These are some of the benefits of good property management. And whether you run a townhome association or you are renting out your condo, duplex, or a 100-plus unit building, Membership with the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association gives you the tools you need to run your business effectively while minimizing the headaches. Don't be a good landlord. Be a great one. Visit www.mmha.com. That's two M's, mmha.com. Okay. We were talking, uh, Tony, a little bit about uh, background checks and uh, and how essential they really are. I, that uh, It is something that... Uh, is probably one of the most effective tools I think a landlord has in being able to uh, forecast the success of their business Mm -hmm. and it continuing on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not just a people business. It's also a product business. We're we're letting people use our valuable asset, our real estate. So we need to have the power to screen based on uh, past payment activity, based on uh, is there a sufficient income to pay the rent, based on past criminal activity. A lot of criminal activity involves property damage, mm-hmm. drug dealing, arms issues, gun issues, and um, danger to neighbors mm-hmm. <laughs> and other tenants. So not only is the landlord concerned about it for that reason for their business, but they also, um, this is the piece I think a lot of people don't understand. Um, landlords uh, in the business of renting is not a one-and-done kind of deal. It's not the same as going into uh, a drugstore and saying, I'm going, to, uh, I'm going to buy some aftershave, thank you very much, and that's it, you're, and you're done. We're talking about a relationship, and uh, a relationship with a, a customer that becomes a client, and that client uh, will continue to rent from them, and a lot of times even for years. That's right. It's a long-term relationship between that landlord and that renter. And we have to be able to predict our risk to some degree in order to control our expenses and in order to keep rents as low as possible. And that's also a part of your responsibility. Uh, talk about the, the safety aspect for the yeah. other renters. As long as the state of Washington and the state of Minnesota and the city of Minneapolis are going to hold landlords responsible for tenant behaviors. You're going to have to let us use the tools we have to foresee those, to predict those Mm -hmm. behaviors. Yeah. And uh, to me, um, isn't that the purpose of all law anyway, is to, uh, help, uh, to, uh, to, to help, uh, I guess, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, helping helping to uh, uh, get a, a a guaranteed uh, result or a behavior. I mean, all laws are about behaviors. That's uh, right. You 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 break the law. It's not because of who you are, who you associate with, the color of your skin. It's because you had a behavior that we don't like. That's right. In our society. That's right. So that's what all uh, that's what law enforcement is is behavior. And now they're taking that piece out of it uh, when it comes to uh, background checks. 
this legislation or this proposed legislation, or I guess this went into effect actually in Seattle. For a year now, yeah. So many things like this are based on current market conditions. All right. I know that in the city of Minneapolis, a lot of people got, a lot of landlords got very strict about criminal background. And I even uh, had business with a company who would said no felony is acceptable no matter how long ago it occurred. Yes. Well, I was trying to rent homes in North Minneapolis. I met a lot of people, middle-aged people, who had some old, old, stupid charge back when they were teenagers or when they were young adults. I talked to one gentleman I'll never forget. It had been 30 years since he had had any criminal charge and since he had been convicted of a felony, and I could not rent to him because of the rules of this specific landlord. But that's only one person. There, there are so many that would not even consider that, right? Right. And I think there was a uh, room for a discussion about let's back off that a little yeah. bit. Let's, let's, let's be reasonable about that. Let's have our screening criteria be reasonable. But, but that's part of, uh, that was uh, part of the opportunity you had in working with them in trying to that's open right. them up uh, with uh, the market. That's right. Another part that's really, uh, we only have a couple minutes left in the show that I think really needs to be addressed, and that is uh, they seem to give an, a, an exemption for the person who's the sexual offender, right. but it seems to be, no, here it is, but it's not really. <laughs> right? <laughs> they're, they're, they say, yes, we'll, we'll allow you to, uh, to say no to the, the sexual offender. However... You better tell us it's got to be a good business reason why you're not going to allow yeah. this person. Is that, that vague seems, enough? I, it, yeah. That seems strange. You can, you can turn down a prospective tenant if they are a registered sex offender. However, you have to show a quote-unquote legitimate business reason for doing so. So it gets down to where uh, this, the city of Seattle has to okay the fact that you're going to turn someone away for that reason. Yes, and here's the legitimate reason. All the families that are in this building don't want to stay here if, if, right. if you let Joe's sex offender stay here as well. I'm going to lose other business. I'm going to lose my other renters. Also, they, they um, illustrate an uh, example in Seattle where a landlord, a woman had... Landlord had been sexually assaulted in her past, and she didn't want to risk working with people or going to a building to check out maintenance if she had been except a sexual offender. Yeah. So this uh, is uh, well, like you said, I I think this is probably um, one of the areas in uh, rental housing that I think is going to conti- we're going to continue to see on the rise in well, the future. And as long as the market changes, which it will, mm-hmm. the way landlords do business is yeah. also going to change. If I have a 50% vacancy in my building, I'm going to open up my criteria to accept more people. But as long as there's huge competition for my units, I can be a little bit pickier. I have to decide <laughs> who I'm going to accept and who I'm not. Um, it's just the way the market, a free market works, yeah, I think. Exactly. Well, hey, we've only got a, a minute left. It's been great having you on the show here. But uh, tell folks uh, what you're doing. You've got a, you've got a business that people can, uh, uh, can uh, go to you on in uh, rental true. housing. Tell people about well, that. Well, that's true. We, my son and I ha- are partners in a, in a little brokerage that we call Crockett Residential Leasing. Uh, we're doing leasing for a couple of clients. Uh, they hire us simply to market their available units, to schedule and show them, to answer the prospective residents' uh, questions. And in some cases, we also go through the leasing paperwork with that okay. with that new resident. So that's usually the hardest part that people don't like. So if they want to get a hold of you, how do they do that? Uh, they can call me anytime. My number is 952-994-3125. Okay. Tony, thanks for uh, being with me today. Gene, thanks for having me. And thank you for uh, stopping by and listening to the show. Have a great weekend, everybody. Look forward to having you join me here next Saturday here on Where You Live.
This is Albert Moeller for Townhall.com. Earlier this year, the nation's highest court handed down a decision in the case of Jack Phillips, the baker from Colorado who had been found guilty by the State Civil Rights Commission of having violated the rights of LGBT persons by refusing to create cakes with certain messages. The result was a 7-2 decision in favor of Jack Phillips. But now, the very same man, after the U.S. Supreme Court victory, has some of the very same folks coming back for him again. The Alliance Defending Freedom, the group that successfully defended Jack Phillips all the way to the Supreme Court, is representing him once again. What you haven't seen reported much is that this is, to put it succinctly, a scam. His opponents in Colorado have made a crusade out of pestering him with outrageous cake requests and then complaining to state officials when he refuses to make them. The issues here, you can be sure, are much bigger than just Jack Phillips. I'm Albert Moeller. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station.